Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Seems sad with people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the football ramble. Um, it's lovely to have your ears, and it's also lovely for me to be sitting amongst three magnificent men by the names of Luke Moore. All right. Pete Donaldson. Hello. James or Jim Campbell. Evening. And me, I sort of said that as if there was another one on the I was wondering whether I was going to be included in that. <laughs> I, I, I'm giggling because Mark has got a mark on his face that's really funny to look at and he yeah. got it on a bouncy castle. <laughs> but, but won't give any more detail. Yeah. Bouncy castles by their very nature are soft. No. Did <laughs> <laughs> you have a bottle your, of scotch on there with cut, you? I cut myself on my razor sharp wit. Mm. On oh, the yeah. bouncy castle? Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, it's, I, on your, it's on your cheek though. I was out of your face <laughs> up your face stop being nasty yeah. I'm not being nasty graphic <laughs> um, uh, I, I was at a Vickers and Tarts party oh yeah right so I you've, went, you've I went as Reverend Run Oh, did you? That's yeah. a great shout. Did you, get, did you get headbutted by someone else on the back? No, 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 I think it was one of the uh, one of the. Bo- I don't know how it happened. There was a melee of bodies. Oh yeah, sounds like an orgy to me. I yeah. Came up with it. Well, it isn't <laughs> Um We were forgiven at the end. Can we get on with the show? <laughs> yes, you're ridiculous. the one talking about your sordid life. Yeah, yeah. it would have been ah, proud seldom, on all our minds. If we didn't mention it. <laughs> seldom do I get to mention it, James. Yeah. Uh, right, um, it is the football ramble, ladies and gentlemen. Um, in light of David Moyes and Jim Jeffries and a couple of other managers going a little bit crazy at the rest. Referees um, in the last weekend of footballing action. What was a memorable rant um, by a player or a manager at the referee? And I'm going to be unconventional and say James or Jim. Well, I was. You start. Mm, well, we did this last week, didn't we? We spoke about. Um Jack Charlton obviously in the profile and obviously that's a really famous rant when he couldn't get the, uh, John Aldridge on the pitch and also he couldn't get the water to his players yeah, 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 yeah. really really angry but because we did that last week I'm going to go for maybe one of the mother of all of them uh, one of the mother of all of them uh, <laughs> Pete you can sort that out later um, <laughs> I'm going to go for when Graham Taylor um, you know was just oh, going excellent one. You, know, oh, <laughs> you, t- you tell him he's cost me my job yeah. just amazing England, yeah. England, tell him yourself w- lazy yeah <laughs> England, well he was in the in the dugout he was oh, in okay. his technical friend. area technical area thank mm. you what? That was England away to Holland, the Netherlands, was, yeah, yes, in the uh, World Cup '94 qualifier when we, when we didn't qualify. When Ronald Koeman murked us, mm. yeah, yeah I, 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 I that was horrible. That was it, it was. was an awful evening. To be fair, football. I think we need to caveat it by saying Taylor, he did have a point. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 it wasn't oh, completely outrageous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Holland were a better was, side than England, but was, that decision, Koeman just sort of like 
manhandled David Throwing Platt. David Platt to the ground yeah, yeah. like he wasn't even there. Like and, then, just, and then scored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, oh, it, it annoys me now. Yeah, same. Yeah, mm. it annoys me. Yeah, strong start there, James. Yeah. Strong start. Pete. Uh, I'm going to go for um, Peter Reid because he, he's known to have a rant. Remember this Premier Passions uh, little <laughs> oh, documentary? Yeah. This is not going to be another anti Sunderland rant. No, it? it's not. No, okay. he was actually a uh, manager of Leeds at the time, so up yours, the laws. He was uh, on the sidelines. I think it was against Middlesbrough. He was uh, trying to get Lucas Radebe or Radebe oh, on. This was an anti Middlesbrough rant, was <laughs> 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 He was trying to get him on, and the um, third. Uh, I, I, I don't think he even had um, four officials anymore back then, did oh, they? they had like something like that There'd have been somebody different. There. Somebody was there anyway And they, they didn't allow him A, a particularly a benevolent passerby please. Yes Didn't allow uh, Lucas Radaby onto the pitch And he was very upset About the whole <laughs> thing If you if we, if we, I was just speak again If he scars now You're in trouble <laughs> <laughs> Trouble Well no you are Because you'd have lost the game <laughs> <laughs> I love You know the, the famous song About Peter Reed. Peter Reed's got a Monkey's head Monkey's head yeah. My favourite thing about that Heat. song Is actually the, the second verse Which is Peter Reed eats bananas With his feet <laughs> 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 I think that's much better. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's brilliant. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, perhaps some video evidence wouldn't be amiss. Uh, Luke, what have you got? I should go for um, the year that Portsmouth won the FA Cup, 2008, and uh, we beat Manchester United <laughs> at Old Trafford. <laughs> and uh, this is brilliant because... Portsmouth were absolutely battered at yeah. Old Trafford for, yeah. Yeah, for more or less the entire game. You they, could have sold them in a fish and chip shop. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer becomes a boxer because he could just <laughs> take so <laughs> much punishment. It was, right. yeah. It was. And do you remember the bit when, for some reason, Michael Carrick should have put the ball over the line and Sylvan oh, yeah. Bistan did that challenge mm. where he rolled over the ball, stopped on the... Anyway, it, it, it def- defied signs. But then Pompey got a penalty and it was a penalty mm. and they had the keeper sent off and Rare Ferdinand had to go and goal and, and Montari scored it and Pompey went through. And... Um, Fer- t- to say Ferguson went mental afterwards is an understatement <laughs> and it wasn't at all uh, under- underpinned by the fact that they should have won it- mm. he was being ridiculous <laughs> and he went off on one of- I think the referee was Martin Atkinson and he went mental at him yeah. saying that um, it was uh, it was a disgrace you know he's not fit to referee usual stuff yeah. then he went off on one at Keith Hackett well, how <laughs> <did> he? <laughs> Ch- chairman of the referees for not doing this job properly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that's really fair do you think no. he was just a bit annoyed that, that they'd lost such a one-sided game at home yeah it was absolutely <laughs> Right. To the point of like those Portsmouth players should have faced jail sentence for such a mugging. It was you know. they should have had striped pajamas on. But, <laughs> yeah. but it didn't even stop there because then <laughs> Carlos Quiros got involved. Oh, so he did, and said. Um, Obviously something to him Was very witty And I understand he's speaking In his second language yeah. But he went uh, Well the referee Should have got a red card Yeah <laughs> See what he's done and he, called the, and he also called The ref a robber As well oh, Did he Yeah Great <laughs> stuff nice. That's definitely my favourite One of recent mm. years Without a shadow Yeah that, that is a good one I'm going to go for um, it, Another FA Cup clash And it was Aston Villa away To Crystal Palace When Neil Warnock Was in charge and Was it not Sheffield United no, it was Chris Palace. Oh, okay, right, okay. And uh, it was at Selhurst Park, and Palace were brilliant, and Ambrose uh, scored a free kick for Palace to put them 2 1 up, I think. Oh, yeah, I remember this and one. And yeah. then uh, Villa got. Villa equalised in the 87th minute yeah. uh, through a header from a corner. I forget who scored it. But the, the long and short of it was it shouldn't have been a corner, and the linesman gave it as a corner. <laughs> and Warnock <laughs> went mental. He said, We've had a Premier League referee in charge uh, of this game, and Mr. Massey, who was the, the 
uh, referee's assistant, the linesman, and a- a- absolutely crazy. And he was saying, "Will Mr. Massey remember us when he's sitting watching this goal and his settee tonight and all this sort of stuff?" <laughs> oh, he's got a settee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the decadence. But ask yourself this: <laughs> Does he deserve a settee? <laughs> Old yeah. uh, Colin Wanker, Neil Warnock. Yeah, dude, what was Colin Wanker? What's that's an anagram of his name. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Colin Wanker. They yeah. call me. Yeah, super. Um, <laughs> it's a tough one. Um, uh, I'm going to give the points to James or Jim. Yeah, very enough. well documented uh, rant that was. Well, l- literally, it's, it's in yeah, a documentary. Yeah, isn't exactly. It? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Marvelous. Right. Well, let's get on to uh, the Premier League. And David Moyes had uh, a rant, obviously, in Everton's marvellous comeback against mm. Manchester United, and r- justifiably so as well. I think Moyes, because the, 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 there was an attack happening, and the ref hadn't added on extra time for the goals being no, scored because it's right. thirty seconds each time, and it was uh, scandalous. If mm. they hadn't whacked it into the uh, keeper's arms, I think yeah. I mean, you imagine been, there yeah. been much more of it. Van der Sar didn't hear the whistle either. He carried on. Yeah, I think yeah. They, they all carried on. Well, I was. I'd forgotten actually about the. I know this sounds almost ridiculous thing to say that the two goals being scored because of the thirty seconds uh, per goal. Yeah. Per yeah. goal because mm. uh, by the law, when the referee deems it time up, he can blow whenever. The only time when he has to add, um, the only occasion he has to time uh, add time on to the end of the game is for a penalty. Yeah. Okay. So he can blow up even if he goes out for a corner. He can blow up. Right. Mm. So the referee's obviously done that. But I think where Moyes was annoyed was because of the. the Time hadn't been added to the goals. Would well, you remember it happened last season as well? Um, Colton Cole scored a goal, and it was like as it was leaving his boot, yeah. the ref blew up. Mad. Just it's mad. <laughs> but, the, but that is the laws. That is the that is the silly. But they don't though, do they? They always blow up when it's in the air on, over the um, centre circle. Yeah. Something like that. But they yeah. don't have to. They, they no, can yeah. blow. You know. But did you see Richard Goff on goals on Sunday. Mm. Um, he, Richard Goff. He, yeah, he, was so he said one of the most inappropriate yeah. things I've ever heard a person oh. say as well. <laughs> he was uh, he was so candid. It was unbelievable. What did he say? We're talking about Brian Larger, and obviously the all awful thing that's happened yeah, who's been diagnosed yeah. with cancer recently said that he was on the phone to Andy Gorham and they were going oh should have been us getting that not him and it's like what because he was better at football I don't understand <laughs> yeah, how it worked yeah. <laughs> weird but he, but he made a point um, <laughs> just in relation to the Everton Manchester United situation where yeah. he said um, would that have happened at Old Trafford if it was the other way around it, and I know it's a bit of a cliche but if United were on the attack there mm. and they were 3 all, and they, they were 3-1 and they went back to 3 all, mm. and they were on the break like that would the referee have blown yeah. up at Old Trafford you don't, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought he would have done it mm. was very candid as well it, and you know I, I don't want to sound like I'm slagging off Richard Goff there because he was, he was actually quite an interesting guest oh it definitely was yeah great it was good, great good yeah. show actually Goes on yeah it's there. decent it is decent yeah oh, it does what it says on the tip but it depends on the guest though Jim like <laughs> oh, all yeah, these yeah. it depends on the guest yeah. um, but let's like not show. <laughs> yeah um, one day listeners <laughs> um, uh, let's not uh, take away the brilliant game it was mm. oh, it was awesome. fantastic wasn't it yeah. oh, I thought Berbatov played very well he did he always scored an absolute beauty oh with the volley, volley over mm. his shoulder yeah. god yeah, so and I the goal he did score was, had real panache didn't yeah, he yeah he's, he's got a lot of class sort of thing he needs, if you were to yeah. try and do it on FIFA for example you'd probably mm. need three hands yeah. you know, it's just <laughs> amazing I, I heard a couple of people say well obviously you know they're, they're going to ruin not playing Rooney and I thought well mm. no, they're they, just they saying that for the headline they should have won yeah no three one up Ferguson will be seething what are they saying they should have played Rooney as a Defender. I genuinely think that, that, um, that, that where where does it all end? You know what I mean? Like he, he's basically well, done something wrong. He <laughs> he's done something wrong later. Sometimes, yeah. He's done something wrong there, or not done something wrong, whatever. Um, and 
uh, due to something off field, he's you know in the, the manager's taking the decision, and I think that's ridiculous to be honest. To be I quite do. frank, he's, he's let uh, th- something that's happened off the field has affected his, his performance on the field directly, mm. <clears throat> and just precluded him from being involved in proceedings. Now that's surely you can't stand by your player when you're just completely going against a contract that you know. You, you, no, you I agree. Bring the club right. and yeah. etc. Et but mm. I don't know. I mean, Arte- Arteta was particularly uh, again candid about the whole sort of thing. He said he's really surprised. I mean, he's always had bad. Uh, he's always had a bad um, affair at Everton when he's come back and stuff. But he's always he's always played through it, and he's Our always he's words. always played very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah. It, it, do you think that was taken into account the fact that it was good to some part because he's got to go to Liverpool next week? Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't do it forever. <laughs> no. uh, Ferguson right, said he's going to play on Tuesday night. Yeah. Sorry, we're recording the Monday, so tomorrow night. So I mean, he's like you say, it's but it's ridiculous. He's yeah. a footballer. Did you hear yeah. the chant that the Everton fans were going to sing? Is it is it publishable? Yeah, it's, Go on. this is inspired. It's cruel but inspired. They were going to sing "No Woman, No Kai." Oh, that's not very nice, is it? Mark? That's not very it's, nice. It isn't nice. <laughs> I enjoyed. <laughs> um, was it Manchester too? Had uh, had a proposal on West Bromwich Albion. I think it was. It was um, and. Go on, go on. Well, it, well basically, uh, somebody, some bloke um, got down on one knee. On was it not Julian Dix? That's right, yeah. No, it was, was Julian Dix. Was it Julian Dix? Yeah. Shut up, was yeah. it? No. I think it was. Shut Hang up. Hang on, was it? No, it certainly looked like it. It looked like it. Was it wasn't it. Julian Dix. <laughs> and they were singing, you don't know what you're doing. You don't yeah. know what you're doing. Well, well, you're like doing that at West Brom. Well, I have no idea, but it looked like him. No. <laughs> right, so a man who looks like Julian <laughs> Dix got married. It was Julian Clary. And it was a great chant, though. It was a lovely little chant. More unlikely. I, when either Tim Cahill scores, I always think of you, Pete. Yeah, you don't like him. Do you? <laughs> Did he do a celebration like where he punched the corner flag? He's a good header. And he's he, great. One goal, one assist. He's got, he's got mm. a good, injury time. He's got a good uh, heading record, I think, hasn't he? Yeah, oh, absolutely he's right. And, and, and ability. The cushion yes. header back towards Arteta was inspired. Yeah, but you're not yeah. a fan of his, though, Pete. So. <laughs> we'll, uh, he speaks very highly of you, though, Pete. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah, so two points definitely dropped for United. I mean, yeah. that is. Well, it was a really, really sort of end to end game in a, in a sense. Because right. Everton actually came out really, really strong. Oh, it was, and yeah. they did really well. And then to go down as they did and then recover was they just never so impressive. They, they, they never stop battling. They really don't. A modern classic. Glad for them to get a point there as well because they've not had the best. Start. Yeah, man, no, you right. man, you can't drop any more points for me. <laughs> <laughs> even this early, yeah. even this right. early, they can't. Oh, yeah. Chelsea won it already. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Newcastle dropped points at home to Blackpool. They did, yes. All of it them. Was a, there was some inspired goalkeeping this <laughs> yeah, weekend. To be fair, By my Jil- word, Jilks. he was incredible. Absolutely he incredible. Qualifies that, to play that was for Scotland as well. Does Jilks? Mm. Yeah. DJ well, Campbell scored. That was a good finish. Good legs. Good feet. Yeah. I, I feel an affinity with him because yeah. it's w- what I might have been if I w- if I was a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. No, none of us can argue. With but that. H- him, Cudicini, Rayner, they all had brilliant yeah. matches. Rayner, Rob, Rob Green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, once again, <laughs> it's it's just like we said this before, didn't we? When when Chelsea thumped West Brom at home, it's like Chelsea are going to score lots of goals no matter. <laughs> What just don't mm. give them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't need your help. I tell you yeah. what, though, Petacek knowingly lobbed. By he was yeah, Scott Parker. Was. Beautiful. Beautiful. beautiful, and he, he, you knew exactly where he was going to mm. put it. He's the way that he loved. We've either spoken about this before on the show or I've emailed a listener about this with something, but there is something beautiful about a player scoring a screamer and then just walking away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when they score yeah, an absolute yeah. belter that's yeah. basically meaningless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, do, can you remember um, in the World Cup? Is it, who was it that you scored that goal for Italy? Absolute beautiful. Oh, Family yeah. yeah. That was an absolute <laughs> feature. It reminded me a bit of that. But Parker deserves. I don't want to be disrespectful to West Ham. I've got, I've got no. I don't dislike him or like him really, but Parker deserves better than West Ham. He deserves yeah. to be at a club who's challenging for things. Yeah. 
because he's a great player. Well, I think we're still seeing the after effects of his move to Chelsea. He should have gone to Spurs. He should have gone to Spurs. We had that opportunity, and he didn't. And he and he went back to to West Ham via Newcastle, and his stock was so low, just didn't get a chance. Two West Ham. Yeah, but he was at Newcastle as well, wasn't he? Yeah, but and not back to. Pete should have gone to that other podcast when he had the opportunity. Bobby's a mora. I thought you were disappointing. Yeah, broken his ankle. Yeah. Ah, just as you know, he was starting to look like he would break into the England side and, and so on. Use that word. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. His, his, his operation was successful though. I don't. It think was. Yeah. But he's aiming might... for January, isn't he? As a yeah. comeback. So yeah. it's maybe not as bad as first thought. Yeah. They were saying like a year, two years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I even heard it would have, might have ended his career because the ligaments were damaged as mm. well. Right. Well, yeah. It, it, he's hoping January, which would be. Or something, yes. Yeah. But um, Fulham do have a player in Dembele. Oh, yeah. We spoke about before. He I mean, can okay. hit the ball so straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, yeah. I thought that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, slightly fortuitous the two goals, but still, and he, he, he looks as though he settled in straight away there. Mm. What do you think of the challenge by Henry on Zamora? Then I thought it was. I don't think it's it was particularly. I don't think yeah. it was particularly malicious or anything. But, but he, he, has he been just went in the past, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, he goes in hard, doesn't he? You got to judge on. You got to judge each challenge's merits. But he's got. But Zamora's foot got caught under the leg. You know, it wasn't it wasn't uh, an impact injury yeah. in a sense. Do you know what I mean? Well, it makes me feel bad, and the reason it makes me feel bad is because obviously because a player's been badly injured. But a couple of weeks ago, we were sort of having a bit of a laugh and a joke about Henry putting the boot in on Joey Barton, on Joey Barton and yeah. you can't really have it both ways, you know. Mm. Because if Joey Barton had been horrifically injured, then we would have been like, oh, yeah. you know. So it's a bit of a it's a bit two faced, I think. True, well, I don't know. It's, it's a strange one, isn't it? Because if it's it's different because it, he did target Barton far yeah. more than he targeted Zamora. But everyone was, was making a bit Barton. of a joke about but it, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, but the thing with it was, it was like five or six times. It was obviously targeting him had he been doing that to Zamora and then yeah. broken his angle that, that's a different thing isn't it but it's yeah. not like yeah, but, say Barton when had, job but how did Carl Henry know that Joey Barton wasn't going to get injured well he didn't that's the thing and you mm. take that risk don't you mm. um, Jan scores on his uh, Sunderland yeah, goal that was lovely goal nice little dance as well mm. yeah like that <laughs> Nice volley. Do you remember when Ghana were uh, doing lo- lots of dance celebrations in the World Cup and um, it just didn't look right when Prince Boateng was getting involved? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, what are you doing? Jean's yeah. <laughs> got to be looking at Catamol thinking, what is wrong with that bloke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even Steve Bruce came out and went, oh, I don't know what to say, I can't him, defend him. Him and Jean need to room together on the way trip <laughs> just to balance it out a little bit. <laughs> Catamol's missed it off 48 times in his career. <laughs> oh my God. Twice this season. <laughs> this <laughs> season? <laughs> Already, yeah. no, we're only a month in. I, I do like Catamol as a player. It's, yeah, it's a difficult one. There's, there's rumours some of the big clubs have been looking at him. It's as a well. difficult one because it, it's like the whole. I know it's a cliche, but it's like the whole Roy Keane thing. He's got a side to his game, but that mm. makes him so competitive. Yeah. He just needs to learn how to curb it. Well, a no, bit. It, it's a different thing in this game. Though. It was just stupid. Oh, it was too yeah. unnecessary. Booking. <laughs> the second one was absolutely <laughs> needless. It was like laughable. If I yeah. was if I was a Sunderland <laughs> fan watching that, I'd just been laughing. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jean's a pop star, isn't he? Back in Ghana, he is. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully what? here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you not seen it? No, I've missed it. A couple of videos on the on them internet. Yeah, <laughs> what a, when you I say mean, pop star, no, like, like, a, like a uh, what would you call it? Like, like a Carlos Tevez style thing. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah, I didn't see that. No, I thought you meant he had a whole entire vanity project, Jim. Vanity project. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. a dare job. That's right. Yeah, think um, Andy Cole yeah. back in the day. I'm back from Edinburgh. <laughs> There's no need to keep bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the championship, there was uh, uh, t- t- talking about Everton's wonderful comeback. Burnley. Uh, Pompey? No, no, no. <laughs> that <laughs> was nil nil again. Have they come back from? They've bounced back from. Feet, yeah, in a way, by getting a point, right? Well, we're not talking about them, no, fair enough. We're gonna <laughs> I talk think it's for the best. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was Burnley at home to Preston, yeah. um, wonderful game. They they were 3 1 down, um, with Burnley, and they scored on 
84, 88 and 90. Is it fair to say Darren Ferguson was happy with that? His big league of gentlemen fist is all screwed <laughs> up. Oh, there's, it's there's wonderful. Should be, there should be some kind of rule where if you are more than t- uh, two goals or more down and, um, this, and, and it goes into the 80th minute yeah. and you manage to not lose the game, then a pitch invasion is allowed. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. that is... What a match. Ferg- oh, Ferguson, what a match. When, right, do you see what happened with his player that got sent off? His player got sent off with a second yellow for <laughs> not taking a throw in quick enough. Yeah. It was it was negligible, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and it was probably a bit harsh on balance. <laughs> probably. Dar- Dar- it was harsh. No, but I'm just saying, it, just to set the scene, it was harsh. I agree with that. But Darren Ferguson then said in the post-match interview, it's the most appalling refereeing decision I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It I wasn't, mate. It wasn't, Howard Schu- it wasn't Schumacher against Battersea. I was no, going to say, no. R- Rivaldo getting sent off. Rivaldo getting the two. getting sent off. But it's still, you know, I'm sure Darren Ferguson wasn't at any of those games, to be fair to Alex Ferguson's son. Like, <laughs> what, what I was going to say was, Jim, he he's just, seen a few. He blames the referee for everything. I just don't know where he's got it from. <laughs> John Parkin scored in that match as well. It had everything. The, can you use his full name, please? Uh, John the Beast Park. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy's, Tracy's goal for Preston was really, really good. Iwa I- Lumo is hat trick. So yeah. is his scores three very decent goals. Mm. There were some great goals in that game. Yeah, mm. but there were so many. The, the chances are statistically they were going to be. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Forest drew at home and Millwall. Forest four points from five games. As we've said so many times about the championship, you can almost get promoted one season and then get relegated the next. It's mm. so unpredictable. Yeah. And, and, and obviously, you know, Forest will probably. <laughs> it's sort of like pick the Argentinian Clausura or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it actually is it's yeah. a fair comparison well, Forrest's problem is <laughs> Billy Davis is a massive egotistical twat <laughs> I, well, do, yeah. I do feel sorry for um, mm. Forrest fans because they did have a the decent <laughs> <laughs> they should have quali- they should have gone through automatically I think last season well, he was saying towards the end of last season that you know in a way he hoped they didn't go up because he, d- he thought, thought they weren't ready it's like mm, you got your wish <laughs> <laughs> I hate the way he just flutters his eyelashes I think as someone rightly put it recently at every other club that comes along mm. you know and he uses it as leverage to get what he wants it his own club mm. and he's got a track record of doing that you know and I don't think it's beneficial well it isn't beneficial to the club and I think personally it's part of the reason they've started so poorly um, QPR and Cardiff started very well 13 mm. points after uh, five games I think it is the, the, uh, QPR beat Middlesbrough 3-0 at home and Middlesbrough fancied as well yeah, yeah. and Cardiff beat Hull at home too, no? well, Middlesbrough it's, obviously we've said before it's like they've got all these SPL players they've signed the whole of Scotland yeah and it's, <laughs> it's like, almost it's like, like Braveheart a, yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like it well, people are always saying that the championship is sort of like the SPL but Apparently not. No. Well, <laughs> um, higher attendances. Uh, in League One, Southampton. <laughs> Southampton. Necessary. Of a, well, it's a much bigger population in here. Yeah, it is. You do the math. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, League One, Southampton have appointed Nigel Adkins as the new manager. Is he going to be the man to get them back in? They're the very Premier excited League? about it, aren't they? Well, Cortese might change his mind again while Thomas comes out. He's, he's going to play amazing. <laughs> Did football. he actually say that? Yeah, yeah. Cortese gave what? the job. Oh, sorry, James. Well, the, well, the, well, the, I forget who, who it's come from. Nicola Cortez. Yeah, I don't know if it was Cortez or someone speaking on his behalf, but it's like we interviewed loads of people for the job he's the only man we wanted. Like, well, well just interview him then, firstly. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, like, <laughs> what are you interviewing me for then? I really. Yeah. Yeah. For a bit of interview experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't Martin O'Neill, wasn't he up for it? He that? was involved. But Martin really? O'Neill, the reports I've heard, and, and, and if they're wrong, then forgive me, but I've, I know a couple of people well placed down there, and, and someone said to me that O'Neill was interviewed and all, all, got to the point of being offered the job, was given assurances, and then O'Neill found out they were interviewing other people for the job as well and threw his rattle out wow and then they offered the job to Nigel Atkins then they took it away again 
because they weren't sure apparently mm. and then they offered it to him again mm. so well, yeah didn't they want him didn't you st- were you saying that they wanted him to um uh, to resign and then sign the, uh, the, right something well, like that well, it, it was, was very just a little bit it just sounded a little bit dodgy very oh, wait in my opinion um Cortese <laughs> is Perhaps yeah, then they've yeah. just put this story out about only offering the job to Adkins, so if Martin O'Neill pipes up, he'll just sound mental. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Martin O'Neill has got a, a mental side to him. Yeah, of course yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah. 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 It would, isn't he, like, really into murder, as we've said before? He's, he's, oh, he loves his crime he's novels. not doing it. He's yeah, clearly, yeah. Yeah. pretty sure he got two-thirds of, of a way through a criminology degree, and he, and mm. he famously sat in on almost every session of the Fred West trial as well. Wow. I'd love to see him on CSI. Taking his sunglasses up, this is a fucking mess, ain't it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we talked about this before, a long time ago. Yeah. 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 Um, Well, I lose track of what we talked about. 600 shows on. Crime and indecision (laughs) on the South Coast. Mm. Um, Sounds like a novel. It does, yeah. (laughs) The the Matatissier story. Good. <laughs> Let's have a high five. No. No. Okay. We're not congratulating ourselves anymore, Mark. Oh, forgive me. Um, in the SPL, uh, Celtic marked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good enough. Celtic marked the 25th anniversary of Jockstein's death there with a 3 0 win over Hearts. Mm. Although Hearts manager Jim Jeffries, as we said at the start I, of the show. I'm thinking of the foul mouthed Australian comic. Yeah, he probably yeah. would do a similar thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are similarities. But he's facing a charge of bringing the game into disrepute on top of a ban uh, after being sent to the stand. And, uh, against Celtic because he was protesting the first goal he yeah. was offside which actually wasn't yeah. and the second goal as well which which wasn't again although the Hearts uh, the Slovakian keeper uh, Marian Keller had a great game for mm, Hearts. he did the, uh, the good thing about the Jim Jeffries thing here was that it was one of those rare but beautiful moments it, just in life in general where someone's so mad they can't speak <laughs> you know it's like, like a Bob Hoskin yeah. in Long Good Friday that, that, he was like that, that. Scottish. and he was still he was still fuming <laughs> in the stands he was still fuming yeah. Mark McGee had, had a real go at someone as well in yeah, yeah, for Aberdeen, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and I should say Paddy McCourt's goal for uh, Celtic. Archie mm. Gemmell-esque. He Great loves goal, to cut inside yeah. Paddy McCourt. <laughs> He's older than you think. How old do you think he is? I don't know. He's 26. Is he? Yeah, I thought he was a lot younger than that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got an old man's name, to be yeah, fair. Absolutely <laughs> right, yeah. Absolutely exactly, right. Exactly, yeah. He does indeed. Um, uh, right, it's time to go to the continent. Um, um, <laughs> unbelievable scenes in the uh, Primera Liga. Barcelona yeah. have lost at home to newly promoted Hercules 2 0 with uh, Nelson Valdez scoring both goals. Mm, have you an amazing heard story about his him. story? Mm. He's, uh, I mean, it's really worth. Uh, Sid Lowe's written an excellent piece in the Guardian about yeah. him, which is definitely worth checking out because it is incredible. But yeah, well, the guy zero idea. It was like it's, it's even about six years ago, isn't it? He was living in a stairwell. I think I think it was nine years ago. He was living in a stairwell. Nine right. years. He's yeah. homeless. Yeah. And, and, and this and is in Par- he's from Paraguay. Isn't it? Yeah, Uruguay. Yeah. But when wasn't it Uruguay? Go on, no, go on, please. No, it's Paraguay. Yeah, he was, Paraguay. I believe the stairwell belonged to a football club that he actually played for. Yeah. So um, That's right. he, he was just living there. And he. he 15 did, he, years old? Well, he was even saying, like, I've never, I'm not really that good a player. <laughs> he like, said that after like, the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, like, it's, but I just, you know, I had to just do something. I, uh, what, mm. He made a promise to his mum, didn't he, that he would score in the World Cup because she was so upset when Paraguay went out. He said. France and, in 98. Yeah. Yes. He yeah. sends £10,000 home every month. Yeah. It's a whole. Village rely according to Sidlow, a whole village relies on his money yeah. for income. He was right. he was fl- he was flown over by a German businessman or something who saw him while That's he was on holiday. Right, something he, he, he fancied him, yeah. 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 And he flew him over to uh, Bremen. Was uh, Bremen, it? Bremen, yeah. Bremen. It was a bit of Bremen, yeah. 
Mm, fantastic. fantastic. But he, also, he buys like Christmas presents for one and a half thousand children or something. That's right. But, but I mean, Barcelona, large parts of that game were almost literally pitching tents in, <laughs> yeah. in Hercules <laughs> half. And they couldn't see Trezeguet play. They had he missed the sitter, but of he, course. Yeah, he played. Yeah. They had 80% possession, Barcelona. <laughs> and Xavi had 75% yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the second goal. See what brilliant. happens when Zlatan's not there? It's true. Yeah. Results well, you'll come on to him. Yeah, don't worry, we've not fished him out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but absolutely incredible. I mean, we, we were talking last week about how when Real Madrid dropped points, and we thought, oh, blimey, you know, Barcelona yeah. hardly dropped any. Mm. But that league has literally got to that stage now. <laughs> well, you know. Madrid uh, Real won uh, one nil at home to Osasuna. They weren't, Valio. they weren't particularly convincing though, were they? Well, they've got the win though. Otzil looked great. Yeah, it looks like he's just settling in very and quickly. Kadir played as well, didn't he? Yeah, do you know it's quite funny actually? Bayern Munich. Um, when uh, I think people were surprised that Bayern Munich never tried to sign Kadir and Özil, yeah, because uh, they went to Real Madrid and, and the the director of sport there. Um, uh, I oh, forget his first. Nerlinger, 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 Nerlinger yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he said that um, they decided not to bid for the pair because they weren't sure whether the two of them would be able to maintain the top level they achieved in South Africa. <laughs> um, and this, this real sort of sour grapes. This he said, we're not afraid of Real Madrid. When Bayern Munich want to player we were absolutely able to close the deal and sign him <laughs> oh, why didn't you sign those players yeah, yeah, oh yeah exactly. you've made up a reason because <laughs> Real pretty much sign whoever they want you yeah, know exactly, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say they are a bigger club than you I know you're massive and you know I am available but um, <laughs> uh, but uh, okay well, let's move on you've got that. one big move left in your market the, so? the age of 27 or 28 yeah you got uh, the very kind yeah. of you breakfast TV awaits <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> breakfast radio um Steve McLaren's struggling They've lost the first few games there. <laughs> Have you seen what he said? Like, it's basically something Along the line of, lines of I didn't think he'd be this hard <laughs> <laughs> well, I won that one in Holland yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. How hard could it be? I thought to myself Not even a translation game. issue there Are yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. He's, still speaking in, he's, still, he's still speaking in Dutch as well It's amazing He's not got a German one yet Another the Dutch accent Yeah that's what I mean yeah. That's not a way to endear yourself To anybody <laughs> no, exactly. really. Oh dear, dear. <laughs> God. Yeah, well, It's funny the, the Bundesliga It's uh, quite an amazing start Hoffenheim are top um, and uh, yeah, Stuttgart and Schalke and Cologne and uh, Wolfsburg all down the bottom St mm. Pauli uh, 13th yeah, they lost one there didn't they on this it's, it's strange because in France as well I think Lyon, Marseille and a few other sides um, I'm not sure it is Marseille but a lot of the big sides are down the bottom half of the table it's, it's a funny time of season isn't it but um, oh, it's particularly weird in Germany that it's, it's happening to so many of them yeah absolutely did you see the first goal for Dortmund against Wolfsburg no Absolute screamer Was I forget it? who scored it But I recommend um, Looking it up on Footy Tube um, It's absolutely It's just a brilliant goal It's just one of those ones Where it just goes so straight Into the top corner it's yeah. just, how, how do you do that? And I know, I know. Did, did Pally lose to Cologne? They, they lost to Cologne one nil, and right. Cologne's nickname is the Billy Goats. <laughs> it's up there with the Flying Donkeys for me. Absolutely, that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of like Dortmund. See, I remember those you chaps were when Dortmund were a huge European club, they won the Champions League. Yeah. yeah, and they've got the biggest. The, the, is it the Westfalen Stadium? Mm. That it's play. the biggest stand. Is it in the world? That that's right. Yeah. yeah, one side. Of the oh, that's, that's a nice little fact. Hopefully, a trip to. Dortmund, Lord Ramble. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> well, let's move on to Serie A. Um, uh, AC Milan, otherwise known as Milan, uh, mm. lost 2-0 away to newly promoted Cesena. I was thinking about this, right? Yes. I know you're not meant to call them Inter Milan, because that's not what they're called, but people do it anyway. Yeah. No one ever says Inter Milan. Why is it only no, because, AC... Well, because the city is Milan, mm. 
but the, the, uh, AC, Mi, AC Milan, Milan are called Milan. All oh, right, it's, so it's, it's, it's pronounced differently. They, they, no one calls the city of Milan Milan. Well, it's Milano, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a team that's called Milan. Right. The reason yeah. why they're called Milan is because it was set up by an Englishman, mm. hence he mm. dropped the O. Ah, yeah. Uh, like athletic building. Yeah, we've discussed this before. Haven't we? We've yes. discussed it again. We've discussed everything. I'm before. disgusted yeah. <laughs> right. again. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, they had uh, Ibrahimovic up front with uh, uh, Ronaldinho and uh, Pato. 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 Yeah, I don't think odd. I don't think Rubinho played. Started. He the game. came on. Yeah. Uh, sort of Shortly after half time. Well, they played a 4 3 3, and an honourable mention to Stephen Apaya, who played for. He did, yeah. yeah and, and, but they started with a 4 3 3, and I was, I was thinking about this when I saw a bit of the game. The three midfielders they played were Ambrosini, Gattuso, and Pirlo. Mm-hmm. I mean, Creaky. have they got enough Old. running in them? <laughs> yeah. Three to play up front. Yeah, I mean, Gattuso certainly used to. Gattuso's 32, Pirlo's 31 yeah. on his way to 32, well, Ambrosini's 33. I think, I think the yeah. trouble is with that front three with, with Milan, none of them are looking to get in behind. None of them mm. are looking to finish off a move. Or drop back. Well, Z- Zlatan, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Or track back. Yeah, Can you just bounce it off my shin? Yeah. <laughs> Zlatan kept sort of dropping into the hole. Um, and he would he kept doing that classic thing where he would just get it and then just sort of look around and to be fair he would often pick a pass although as the game went on it would that would close up but um he would just knock it and then just admire the pass and he would never follow, <laughs> and he would never follow it up and so they didn't have anyone trying to get in the box so Pato was the only one who looked quite likely he looks decent so th- so yeah he, d- he did look he good. had I think a great run at one point in that yeah. game mm, I think he's gonna oh, he's oh, a good, he did, yeah. I he's think a he's good player good, anyway I think he's gonna have a good season but the trouble was Ronaldinho I don't know what's happened to, to him really but food yeah Ronaldinho and Ibrahimovic and so on he's only what 30 is he or something mm. um, every time they got the ball they were holding it up so the midfielders would then come forward Panting and so they'd have loads yeah, exactly so they'd all eventually get there and then they didn't have the cutting edge and mm. they'd get hit so easily on the yeah. break well Chesna's second goal was a typical break absolutely oh. though wasn't it it was a really quick break really incisive pass both their goals are quite nice but do you reckon they just sort of said at some point look just win a penalty I'll definitely score it oh <laughs> and absolutely he missed the penalty yeah. well, why is he taking a penalty he did an outrageous bit of skill during that game yeah. as well, where unnecessary because he <laughs> kind of held the ball on his foot yeah um kind of in, in front of a defender and then just sort of dragged it down just flicked it about a bit and it's still like bamboozled the guy it's like there is no need to just hold it on your foot like that you're <laughs> just showing off uh, yeah. yeah absolutely no that's part of it I like it I'm, I'm happy with it he, he, <laughs> oh, you know, I, I like I it I for it the more people hate him the more I like it <laughs> yeah I like it because he doesn't play for my team <laughs> if he played for my team I wouldn't like that I think if, if Ibrahimovic um you know, sticks a firework up his ass, then he could have a good season. But they really need something. I mean, mm. they, they look more likely when Inzaghi came on. Actually, I mean, you're talking of a 35, 36. But he's exactly striker. what you're calling out for, from what you said earlier. He finish a move off all day. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's the only thing he but, can. But, do. You, but you've got five players there: the two boys on the wings and the three midfielders who are going to hold it up. Who are trying to pick a pass. Who are trying yeah. to. You need someone up there, and Ibrahimovic is not the man to do that. Mm. It's a very disjointed team. Mm. Um, uh, well, uh, I'd like to say that uh, it's not to see Cassano back in the Italian side. But I had to say, we said this the other week, but um, do you remember Superman who, who uh, Mario yeah. Ferrari? Cassano's biggest fan. Yeah, who, came, who jumped on the pitch at yeah. the World Cup? He's, he got banned from football, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because <laughs> um, he, he had a T-shirt saying "I told you so" to Marcello Lippi. What he got back he, in the back in the stadium, did he? Well, uh, when Italy beat the Faroe Islands five nil, I think it was five nil the other week in uh, Florence. Um, 
he uh, apparently uh, he'd he hid in the bathroom in the stadium. <laughs> Why uh, did he get in the stadium Mario to hide in the bathroom? Can this be true? He's so dedicated. No, he did. I saw it. I saw There's it. A video. Well, I don't know about the bathroom, <laughs> but um, and he ran onto the pitch and uh, he ran up to Casano and gave him a little kiss on the cheek. Casano <laughs> <laughs> loved it though, didn't Cassano he? Casano loved but it. And he is. turned around to the manager and gave him the thumbs up to Prandelli. And so he had a little <laughs> grin as well. Yeah. So he's been banned and now he's got more access. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now he's actually he's kissing footballers. That's how much. <laughs> Mistake! This whole thing is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a league of these guys, like Jimmy Jump, Carl yeah. Power as well. Yeah. Not is Power the one who got on the United team photo? Yeah, yeah. And there's, well, a, there's, there's a good one. There's a one that was a way to buy him. Yeah, there's a one. That's a great shout. Yeah, there's there's the one who. who Basically, store. Uh, sorry, um, streaks every sporting event. Is that the same guy? The guy who did the snooker and the golf, and that's no, another, he's just another that's a different guy. Oh, I know the guy. I mean, he did the tennis as well. He's not a football specialist. No, he, he, no, go, he does all. <laughs> yeah, he's cross sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people say to me, "You've got too much time in your hands." They've got too much time in their yeah. hands. Yeah. At least they're doing something with their time. <laughs> 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 really? Well, it involves get me being naked, nude. Get <laughs> your naked torso on the television. Yeah. Um, in Serie in Serie A, though, the players um, are planning to go on strike on the weekend of the 25th and the 26th of September. Hmm. Uh, perhaps maybe they're tired already. Um, <laughs> no, there's a protest um, at a propose uh, to protest against the proposal from Serie A club presidents that players in the final year of their contract. Uh, are going to be forced to accept transfers if the buying club is offering equal or better pay. There's yeah, much more to it than that. Yeah. I think there's eight points in total. Right, but that's, that's the base. That's the sort of the bare. And if you don't accept, you've got to buy your contract like yourself. Apparently, yeah. mm. that it's is ridiculous. It all stems from last <laughs> summer when they, they didn't renew the deal with the players' union and the president. They didn't renew the deal. They couldn't agree on this. So they let let it go, and, mm. now, it, and now it's lapsed. Mm. Well, yeah, the recent example is uh, Fabio Grosso, who apparently turned down a move from Juventus to Milan after the two clubs had reached an agreement, and under Serie A, um, under the Serie A club president. Proposal, Grosso would have been forcibly uh, moved to Milan. It's a bit crazy, really. Well, they've got to close it up, surely. They've, they've, got, they've got to. Well, it's, it's not fair on the player. It doesn't matter that it's still a decent club where you can play football, especially if you're getting older and you're in the last year of your contract. You've got a family to think about. You yeah. know, you got, you, location is important to you. Absolutely, right. that's not fair. Mm. Agree. Um, uh, right, let's, shall we go around the rest of the world? Let's. Yeah. Um, uh, we're gonna. <laughs> this uh, is more glamorous. It sounds. It's, yeah. No, sorry, it's not as glamorous as it sounds. <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, speaking of, of, of glamour and, and globe trotting, Sven looks like he's. I think he's got a job in Saudi Arabia. He yeah. has got the best agent in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying this earlier. How could he. How, how, his ability to sniff out money. Yeah. <laughs> what, was it, what was it? What were those figures you were chucking around? Three million for. Well, I can't remember exactly how much he got paid at Ivory Coast, but it was an extortionate amount for yeah. effectively two months' work in a country where the average wage is 50p a it's day. It's almost because he's achieved so little. <laughs> When, when since you know managing England, and I suppose during managing England, but that was sort of very. He did a right for him. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It was a very sort of high profile job. It's like he's done so little since then. Everyone just goes, oh yeah, yeah. Now he managed England. Like, yeah. just like they're not even aware <laughs> of the things he's, he's done <laughs> just, since just, and I, how I, they've, they've been ridiculous. Like, he's so good at something. Like, I just want to go on a beach with a metal detector with him. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be finding like he's probably got one up his nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. But he's gone to Al Hilal, hasn't he? Apparently, he has, is yeah, that confirmed yeah. or is talk? I think, I think it has. Oh Hilal money. Oh, yeah. oh hello money. Yeah, see what he done there. Hilal work. Hilal. Hilal. Yeah. yeah. One point two million quid for one year's work. It's not wow. bad, is it? Yeah. 
My goody aunt. <laughs> um, uh, where else have we got? Um, very sad news from Uruguay. Um, extremely sad news. Diego Rodriguez, who's a young Uruguayan player, he died in a car crash, only 22. Um, played for the um, Uruguayan side, uh, Nacional. And Big the Uruguayan, team, one of the biggest teams uh, in yeah, South Yeah, the America. Uruguayan Football uh, Association uh, suspended all the matches uh, at all levels last weekend. So, yeah, sure. sad news there. Um, in America, David Beckham has made his return and was booked within five minutes of coming on. <laughs> He's back. Rusty. He's knocking Rusty. on that door. Rusty, yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> was it? Was it perchance by a really off the pace late challenge? Yeah. <laughs> we can fail the nine out. Perhaps did someone <laughs> furiously land on the floor and just kick somebody, in <laughs> oh. and then ruin the World Cup for yeah. England. Yeah. Do you remember the <laughs> sun? Do you remember you. the sun headline when that happened? Yeah. Ten brave lions, and one, one stupid, stupid kid. Boy. Yeah, kid or boy. Yeah, yeah. Did you see? Uh, West Ham fans took it well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did Victoria. Oh, I'm going to drastically. Move. Unbelievable. Um, so much so we're going to go to Morocco. Yeah. Mm. Did you see? Oh, the I love this. <laughs> go on. Oh, it's it's, ra- it's, it's going to be a ramble tube staple absolutely. for months to come. It's, it's been doing the rounds already. It's, it's so brilliant. It's basically in Morocco. A guy took a penalty, and the goalkeeper saved it right and just turned away, giving it the big and yeah, I saved it, but didn't realise the ball was, was spinning and span <laughs> back into the goal. Yes, it's it. just so good because you can see, you see the initial shot, you see the um, the striker's reaction to yeah. it. Going, good, it's good, going, it's going, it's going, it's going, the keeper's going in. The keeper's yeah. celebrating. He's probably pointing at it to yeah. the ref. Look, and, look and, I'm and not touching the, it. He's just sort of pleading with the ref to give it, and he just sort of just nods like. As if to go, yeah. It's a goal. Yeah, <laughs> the ball that. hasn't stopped moving. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. The, yeah, I know. It's just yeah. the referee is just so so blasé about oh, it. Like it's such a normal yeah, thing. But you, the more you watch it, the more you sort of just. <laughs> How many times have you watched it? Uh, four or five. But the, the more you just look at the arrogance of the goalkeeper, yeah. not the, even looking to check he's actually saved it. The first time that it actually <laughs> happened, I wasn't sure what was happening because I wasn't mm. sure who was the aggressor, who was. It was on the upper, having the upper hand, upper, upper hand so to speak. Yeah. Still didn't get, well, didn't get it right. You're so right, though, but that's, the exa- that's it, it completely contrary to what presumably goalkeeping coaches teach goalkeepers. Yeah. yeah. Look Don't at the just ball. save it and then fucking do one. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you've got the ball. Have you ever seen the footage from. Uh, it was. Oh, an old match with Cantona. I can't remember who he's playing against. He run, turns up to take a penalty and he dinks it and the ball sort of gets caught in the surface. It was quite wet. Mm. And so the keeper dives one way and then he gets up and then saves it. Does he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quite old for but that keeper who, d- who did that for that penalty in Morocco, yeah. he's never made a double save in his life. Every time he makes a save, he just runs off. <laughs> yeah. oh, did you see that? Who saw me? Oh, <laughs> do we get a goal for that? Yeah. That's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> um, Luke, is it, have my eyes deceived me, or are you standing in Diego Corner? I was sitting next to you, Marcus. <laughs> now I'm somewhere else. Oh, everyone's favourite corner's back. So favourite ethereal corner. Um, I bet everyone thought that because Diego Maradona hasn't got a job at the moment... that <laughs> he's regularly <laughs> signing on. <laughs> well, you're the expert. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Diego Maradona is apparently up for taking the reins at... Portugal, Portugal. Um, Carlos Can everybody Quir- say Portugal? <laughs> Carlos Quiroz has been sacked As we know mm. um, One of Maradona's assistants One of his many Is Quiroz cracking up? One of his myriad assistants uh, <laughs> Alejandro Mancuso Said it's true Diego and I already talked about it It's a project that will please us greatly He has the will <laughs> And the total availability <laughs> Total availability so Sounds far, like a terrible Arnie film So far and, th- and I hope you're all Sitting down for this He's not been contacted uh, <laughs> Now, on, can, now. I, can I just uh, Perhaps venture something um, 
to, to the rest of you guys now you guys will know that Kiros has been relieved of his position as Portugal manager <laughs> recently yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, does anyone know what one of the main reasons for that was I do yeah interference in the drug test <laughs> <laughs> how would getting Diego Maradona in solve that problem <laughs> think about that Portuguese FA before you make <laughs> yeah. your decision um, th- yeah this is clearly all bollocks <laughs> and it's not going to happen but we've got to talk yeah, about it yeah. mm. <laughs> apparently the, um, the assistant um, what's his name there uh, Alejandro Mancuso yes apparently mm. he was saying that um, uh, Diego and I would love to uh, manage the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo and all <laughs> I bet they would Pete yeah. I bet they flipping well would I'll be back what, in a Messi wasn't good enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly well you know uh, I've got an email Marcus. you haven't have you oh, bloody well have you know uh, it's from uh, Matt Sanders and his mate Matt Hodinot do they, do they only hang around with people with the same name as each other and that is do, true do they share an email account <laughs> maybe I know <laughs> uh, Football Ramble Hall oh. we're both research scientists please don't fall asleep just yet is this a bragging letter <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a research scientist <laughs> I've achieved exactly what my parents wanted and we <laughs> yeah. currently have Pete's brain don't in the jar a, <laughs> a pop at him sorry he's, he's no. emailed then. in well, they've emailed in well I'll, I'll judge the email on its merits but right. yeah, <laughs> uh, we work at University College London so they could pop round and kick you in yeah. Oh, in they're their research scientists. I doubt it. In their oh, way, they'll build a robot. For what it. you could take too, could you? <laughs> they've probably got access to scalpels and yeah. chemicals. Yeah. yeah, true. Throw acid in your eyes. Please, please continue. And uh, in the inst- they, they basically work in the Institute of Healthy Aging. In the lab, this is w- made up. In the lab, <laughs> in the lab, we work on flies and worms to study aging and its related diseases. I can hear Carno in the air somewhere. <laughs> I, just, I know this is coming. I'm looking down the email. Can't see the word Carno. I'm, yeah. I'm amazed. Uh, we're able to uh, manipulate the worms. Off genetically or with drugs so that they live healthy longer lives uh, the great thing about this work is that you can make worms slash flies live longer at a particular age I thought you meant worms slash flies like you could put them together <laughs> yeah. and have flying worms <laughs> for example, wise, for example uh, an equivalent to a 25 year old uh, for longer so to speak okay, uh, yeah. uh, one question to you is if this work could be extended uh, to humans and more specifically footballers uh, what Ooh. players past or present would you choose to do this on and at what age would you have extended their life for. for me, I would choose Dennis Bergkamp in the 97-98 season when he was about 28 years old. His season with Arsenal was incredible. Winning the double, scoring a hat-trick against Leicester, which earned him, earned him first, second and third in matches in the goal of the world competition. Yeah. Also, his incredible World Cup. Who can forget the goal against Argentina? Dennis Schubergerkamp. Yeah. Uh, love the Dutch master. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> just as a note, no, Kanu is not our prototype <laughs> or any other than the Nigerian players, but may, uh, may be an, another rival lab is uh, using him in a human trial. What player would you do, Luke? I was going to say Kanu in the interwar period. <laughs> <laughs> the During the French then. Revolution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he was having that kickabout on the, <laughs> in the trenches. Yeah, I'd say that. No yeah, man's that was really, that was yeah, really that, that in his Christmas pomp. Day game. Yeah, yeah, yeah in yeah. his pomp. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Michael Owen when he was about eight, 18 oh Henry Winter's in <laughs> <laughs> come on Owen during the 98 World Cup Henry Winter was trying to engineer Owen a move to Villa the other day on Twitter <laughs> oh my what is wrong with him yeah. is he just trying to be his agent alright yeah. uh, did he make that portfolio that <laughs> Henry Winter wrote it yeah I was about to say Roger Miller during the 1990 World Cup he was still really right. old yeah. you got, I mean, it's got, for me if I, to answer the question seriously I would say like players that I wasn't old enough I'm not LDA old enough to know so people like well someone like maybe like Stefano or something. I tell you, actually, a player who sort of suddenly fell from grace, who I used to love watching, Gazika Mendieta. Oh, yeah. And do you remember when he was at Valencia? Yeah, I yeah, do, yeah. That, that team was imperial. Player. Yeah, and then what he kind of did was. he move to Middlesbrough after Valencia? Or did he no, move to Barcelona? Lazio, I think he moved to. Yeah, he, he, went to Lazio, he went to Lazio for Lazio a lot of money. And then to Barca. Yeah, and he's been to Liverpool as well. 
Right, yeah, because yeah. but he never really was no. the, quite the same. But, no. but Mendieta for Valencia. Interesting for. F- feature, perhaps for for another show in the future. It's a great email, by the way. It is yeah. Yeah. brilliant. Email. Interesting feature. It would be Spanish players who move to Italy. Cause it hardly ever yeah. seems. Well, to there's work a big out. rivalry between Spain and Italy. We're not so aware of it. It's right. much in in the way that I don't think so many people are aware of the sort of England Germany rivalry as as we like to think now. Because it's more Holland and Germany in Germany. They yeah. think of it like that. And yeah, apparently the Spanish and Italians really yeah. uh, have quite a lot of rivalry. Yeah. And uh, who would you go for the, the, with the email, James? Well, I think I'd go for George Best because he retired quite early, but I don't oh, know if yeah. he'd have just pissed it away, mate. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. It might have made things worse. God, the we've way. got alcohol pops now and everything. I was going to say George Wyatt for some reason. <laughs> um, I have an email. Go ahead. Um, right, yeah. um, Hang on, we didn't do Pete's one, did we? Do Pete's? Uh, Zola, Chelsea's picket. Yeah, hold on. Well done, <laughs> Sorry, Pete. This email, Rampal's Hey, guys, just thought I'd give you an update on the wonderful adventures of Robbie Fowler. He'd be a good contender, actually. Um, oh, yeah, yeah Fowler for Liverpool. Seems, seems to drop yeah. off quite a lot. Yeah. The first bit at Liverpool, not the second one. Yeah, right. um, <laughs> still scored some goals there, didn't he? This ratio yeah, was pretty yeah, good. He back. Okay, well, yeah. he's been scoring more goals elsewhere as well. Um, yeah. Fowler has, in fact, left the North Queensland Fury after one season, scoring nine goals. One of them a contender for A League Goal of the Year. And I've, I've seen that go on. It was brilliant. A lovely, lovely finish. Oh, um, the lob over the keeper. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. that one will stick up for Ramble Tube. Um, the speculation around his future at the club was that he was unhappy being named on the subs bench in a game against Brisbane Raw and subsequently sat the game out. At the end of the season, the Fury allegedly ripped up his contract, sounds appropriate, and Fowler has <laughs> since then said he is suing the Fury and Football Federation Australia. But he is still in the A-League. Fowler at the start of this season signed a deal to play with the Perth Glory, going from one side of the country to the other. At the time of sending this email, five rounds into the season and the Glory is second on the table, with Fowler having scored two goals, one of them a penalty and a header just this week um, to win the game against the Wellington Phoenix, linking up well with former Derby County rejects Andy Todd and uh, Mile Stojovsky, I believe that's pronounced. Cheers, Andy lads. Todd's playing there. Andy Todd. Yeah, Andy Todd. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Matt Tilby, Brisbane, Australia. Thank you very much, mate. Nice a to get a little R- Robbie Fowler update. Yeah. He obviously likes it there because that's his third club in Australia, isn't it? Yeah, is good, well, good he'd love it. I mean, it's a great lifestyle, isn't it? Oh, oh, lots of houses. Spiders, houses, doesn't lots it? Lots of spiders. <laughs> yeah, but he's Man-sized already, spiders, he's already bought every that. house in Britain, so he needs to move somewhere. Lots more space. I've had a little project recently, lads, that I didn't, I didn't immediately tell you about. A couple of weeks ago, I was hearing. I think everyone was hearing that uh, Gerard Houllier was supposed to be moving to uh, Aston Villa. Mm. Which has since, of course, happened, obviously. Yeah. Which has since, of course, happened. Now, I went on to Wikipedia <laughs> and added <laughs> and added a club to his uh, his fine, <laughs> fine uh, history uh, as a football manager. I added uh, the fifth division, I think the fifth division side, uh, pro, semi-pro sort of, sort fifth of amateur. Fifth tier. Fifth tier in French football. Kakefou. Yeah. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> I added it to his Wikipedia uh, page, um, <laughs> like about a week and a half deviant. before. Yeah. <laughs> I am. That is my title. Well, to, it's see, to, see who, to see, to see, to basically see if anybody picked picked up on it. Basically, because you know, I mean, Wikipedia is a great resource. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, 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 and you're uh, abusing uh, it. Yeah, and you <laughs> want to ruin <laughs> it for everyone. <laughs> Pretty much. So anyway, I put um, Kakavu was his first club before he he went elsewhere. And bearing in mind he started his managerial career at 27, 26, 27. Yeah, was this this would have made him even younger. So I wrote that he did. Uh, Kakafu part time. Uh, two people picked up on it. Uh, they did. They were rather. Right, well, and you pick monitored up it. the press. I who monitored who was who was going right. to be using that piece of information. Uh, one of which was Yahoo Eurosport. They just said that he started his career at Kakafu part time, which is I- incorrect, completely incorrect. Yeah. It's a different part of the country. Yeah. It, w- bearing in mind he was a headmaster or something at a school, right. he would have had to travel a fair whack anyway. Wow. <laughs> um, and also uh, the Aston Villa website. <laughs> <laughs> 
they, they also uh, that is more disappointing <laughs> for me oh, they wow. repeated our lies Just my lies your li- don't tell me with this brush I'm telling you with this brush surely they've got his CV just <laughs> take it off <laughs> but I like to think that a late night surf from Mr Julia just surfing his own website going oh I'm so pleased to be here I did not start there I was not part time manager <laughs> in my head it's something like the website editor bumps into Julia in the corridor at Villa <laughs> sort of going, yeah I was a big fan of your time at, uh, so, <laughs> and he's thinking what what are you talking about what dick great work Pete so by the end up. of it he'll be going maybe I did maybe I did manage that. everyone seems to be saying it <laughs> yeah, did I win anything yeah. internet terrorist Pete Donaldson <laughs> good man marvellous so what, watch out people who get paid for doing this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we don't get paid for this so you know what I mean you can criticise us when, when we supposed to have used Wikipedia up yours we're yeah. literally <laughs> making the news yeah. <laughs> making it up <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. That's a good time. And uh, yeah. in my top three favourite times, <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, Christmas time, time, yeah, birthday time, ah. maybe we had bath time, yeah, bath time, yeah, rare one for me. <laughs> fun time. It's always fun time when you're around, Marcus. Well, he's just something right else there, that. starting with an F. Time. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Marcus? Now that's enough. Falafel time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! We we've got two players coming in today, mm. um, and all will be revealed. Just open both doors. Yeah, that's right. Oh, is there another one? Is there? Mm, double oh, doors. Hopefully, yeah. all will be revealed. Otherwise, there's no point doing it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Don't just lead us um, down the garden path. I d- and it's a, I'm an absolute beggar for doing that. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you the two people we have coming in. Two Uruguayan players. Hector Castro Ooh. and Dario Silva. Oh, mm. Pompey alumni. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this already. Um, uh, two, uh, played in two vastly different eras. Um, but we'll get on with it and you'll see the link as we go. Um, we'll start with Hector Castro. Oh, the lack of one. Um, <laughs> Let's do them in ca- chronological order. Yeah. Hector Castro. Well, he is. Cast- yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I may. <laughs> uh, he. W- um, Let's get the most important thing out of the way. Uh, he was born on 29th of November 1904. 63 years before the summer. God, a long time before the summer. Mm, good maths. Good maths. Um, well, uh, he uh, played um, the, the majority of his career in Uruguay, um, and uh, it's important to say at the start of this profile that when he was 13 years old, um, he had an accident in, involving a saw, and uh, he lost his right arm below the elbow. Oof. Am I? I've read. I've heard about this guy. Am I right in thinking he basically cut his own arm off I in think an accident? So, yeah, he'd be disappointed with that. Yeah, you'd be pretty annoyed. <laughs> That's a. Ru- if you want to be a professional footballer, that is a rubbish start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you stub your toe, you're annoyed at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely incredible. So. Um, here he is with only sort of one full arm and uh, he managed he played as a centre forward and uh, won three uh, national champions uh, championships uh, with uh, Nacional uh, the big t- one of the big teams in Europe Nacional and Penarol are the two big clubs mm. in Europe that, that derby is absolutely ridiculous they, there's, the, there's a legitimate Moida. argument so that it's the biggest derby in world football that's right yeah mm. um, so he won three uh, championships uh, with uh, Nacional and was a member of the Uruguayan team that won the Copa America in 1926 and 1935 wow. 
Um, and this was at a time, especially when Uruguay and, and that part of the world was in very much so the hotbed of, of football talent. Absolutely you know? right. Yeah, um, they were world leaders. Uruguay, yeah, 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 up they, there with they the very won the World Cup twice. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. right. Well, in, in 1930, um, they they had the World Cup in Uruguay, and uh, I mean, it's it just incredible that a man. I mean, they they reached the they they won the World Cup, of course, in 1930. And there was a guy who was an amputee, yeah. effectively, who was in the side. You know, yeah, he, he just, played he played in that World Cup. Yeah, yeah he, he he scored. I mean, he, he scored, scored the final. He did score the final. He scored uh, on the way to the final, a one nil win against Peru in their first match and then um, in the final uh, in the summer of 1930 uh, in uh, Montevideo the capital of Uruguay it was uh, uh, the people say it was a magnificent match it was 2-1 to Argentina at half time and they were bitter rivals as well massive rivals and uh, Uruguay managed to turn it around 3-2 and then in the last minute he got the goal that uh, finished the Argentinians off they um, think it's all over yeah he said that with relish Mark it's like you're sort of enjoying that well I, I, <laughs> the man's coming into the Hall of Fame <laughs> yeah, you true, know, yeah. you've got to talk him give up, him his due his nickname was El Divino Manco which roughly translates to the one handed god the <laughs> 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 a good nickname out of these sort of things yeah. absolutely um, the, the fans of uh, National absolutely worshipped him um, you know great physical strength and never say uh, die attitude on the pitch apparently uh, and in life it seems yeah. <laughs> well clearly yeah. around. if you see <laughs> pictures of him he looks tough yeah. he's got like a big old Roman nose on him and he looks like he do not make take any shit from anyone absolutely the thing is uh, losing any part of your body obviously uh, like the arm you'd think would be secondary to your feet balance wise but balance wise and, 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 and actually just getting purchased like jumping through defenders and stuff yeah. it's so and difficult I mean well, I have my hair cut it hurt <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what that must be like no bones about it like I know. Oi, I, hey. I know people, <laughs> Don't start. I know people. I know people say that um, <laughs> you know, footballers aren't, aren't tough and stuff, and it's the rugby players that are tough. You had to be tough to be a footballer in the thirties. Yeah, the yeah, ball yeah. itself. Yeah. If well, it was a rainy day before the nineties, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was <laughs> in particular back then. Well, the ball when it got soaked in water. My, my yeah. granddad who played a bit of football when he was younger said that it, the ball would be almost literally twice as heavy when mm. it was wet. Well, it, people died from it from the repeated knocks to the head. From they say to Jeff Hassel, Jeff Hassel, was, yeah. Yeah, contributed to his yeah, death. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Talking of um, head in the ball, apparently um, there's a little thing. There's a little uh, stories that say that when he would get up for headers, he used to he used to use the old uh, shoulder, the old stump of the arm to whack the defenders. Did of, he? Sort of yeah, it was harder for the referee to kind of see, you know. Mm. But um, and apparently in the final, um, he, he hit the Argentinian keeper with it. Uh, who, uh, <laughs> special move injured his thigh for me he did the key his thigh amazing so. scene wow. um, but uh, apart from a, a <laughs> taking brief... you out with his stump it's that is hard yeah, it's <laughs> a blood in it he's not, yeah, not the knight in Monty Python and the Holy Grail <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, he had a, a very brief spell in Argentina but he played for apart from that he played for uh, Nacional from uh, 1923 to 1936 playing 231 matches scoring 145 goals <laughs> absolutely incredible um uh, and it's, it, do you know what he was? He was quite well known as well for his drinking, gambling, and womanising. Um, uh, a bit of a character. Uh, and after retirement, uh, he became quite a successful coach with Nacional, winning five titles. Um, unfortunately, he didn't get the chance to play um, in any other World Cups because Uruguay didn't go to uh, Italy in 1934. And by the time they played again, uh, he had retired, um, and then so he played until he, uh, 1936, and then he became, as I said uh, earlier, the national manager, winning league titles um, from 39 to 43, and then uh, once again in, in 1952, and he died in 1960 um, at the age of 55 of a heart attack. But he, he played 25 times for his country, scoring uh, 20 goals. 
so won the World Cup as well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A, a big thanks to Alex Real, incidentally, the, one of the listeners who pointed me in his direction. Great mm. stuff. Um, so that's what it's all about. That's El Divino Manco, yeah. um, uh, Hector Castro. So we move on to Dario Silva. A fellow Uruguayan um, who was born in on November the second, same month, nineteen seventy-two, five years after the summer of love. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He, was only, he was only a twinkle. <laughs> he was indeed. It's also worth pointing out, actually. Sorry about Hector Castro. That it's uh, the, the death of uh, anniversary of his death this week. Oh, okay. Um, There's your link. There you go. Link death anniversaries this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dario Silva. Let's. See, he hasn't died. He's still with us. Yeah. Um, and he at uh, time of recording. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a, a striker. Uh, you played for. Uruguay and uh, a number of other clubs we'll come to in a minute but ha um, other clubs Uruguay's not really a club well yeah. alright other entities <laughs> <laughs> slip of the tongue yeah um, but he ha had to uh, retire following serious injury um, uh, he began his career in 91 with um, Defensor Sporting of, uh, of Uruguay and then uh, he moved to Penarol um, who as Luke was saying were Nacional's uh, big rivals <coughs> In the Uruguay Uruguayan League And then he moved to uh, Europe Where he played for Cagliari uh, Where he got the nickname um, Sa Pibinka Which is the Sardinian word for nuisance And that was because of these <laughs> hard brilliant. work right? And uh, he put constant pressure on the defenders And charging around and what not Like a Paul Dickoff <laughs> like, well, You've cheated it <laughs> <laughs> The wasp <laughs> um, and uh, first, you mentioned Julian Dix. No, yeah, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> them in. But I've sworn that was Julian Dix. So he played a bit for Calgary, and then uh, he moved to Spain, where he uh, played with Espanyol. And, and he went uh, to Sevilla. Li yeah, a little bit of Espanyol. Uh, vast, uh, the majority of it was with Malaga. Uh, he played over a hundred times for them, and with Sevilla. He also played in the 2002 World Cup with with Uruguay. But he was quite well known, Dario Silva. Uh, well, he was a good player, obviously, but for, for winding up opposition players, quite mm. renowned for that before the games and during the game <laughs> and a good example of this was when he was playing for Malaga when they played uh, Real Madrid and he came up against Fernando Hierro and Hierro was an ex-Malaga player himself he was some player Hierro oh he was a great player but during the build up um, Dario Silva was saying at a press conference that uh, Hierro didn't, hadn't done much for Malaga and all his achievements came with uh, Real Madrid and he mm, said well a bit unfair yeah. <laughs> yeah. well uh, Silva said that he'd be waiting for him out on the pitch and he'd run rings around him because he was so slow and he said, <laughs> he said uh, Silva said 15 minutes minutes into the game I got past him and got a shot off that ended up shaving the post in trying to stop me he injured himself and had to be replaced as he was heading off I said well what did I tell you <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you want yeah. Yeah. he said oh. we, they ended up winning uh, they ended up winning 2-1 Malaga but he said um, he had the utmost respect for, for Hiero and he was a great player mm. and show it yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after that incident yeah. of course like the wrestling <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so he, he enjoyed a good career I mean he, he scored uh, he wasn't prolific I think he scored sort of 36 and 100 uh, league appearances for Malaga but not one of the better teams so not too bad not too bad he then joined Portsmouth on a free transfer from Sevilla Luke yeah well he was at Sevilla after Malaga wasn't he and, that's and, right and he, he signed, I'm pretty sure he signed for Portsmouth on a free because he had been injured and it was a bit of a gamble from Portsmouth and he played about 15 like then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a, I don't think it was a Redknapp sign I think Redknapp <laughs> came along afterwards I think it might have been a, oh, I don't know I'm getting caught out here. it might have been a Rick signing but he, he played about 20 games for Portsmouth I think all in he scored a few goals four or five but he was busy I mean I, I remember being 
Portsmouth at that were sort of at that point where it's like, oh yeah, we're getting these sort of players. It was yeah. really exciting at that. I mean, point, he was a good, know? he was a really good player. He, his best years were behind him, but the, yeah. pro- the problem was he didn't fully recover from that injury, yeah, and he was right. a shadow of the player he was before. Mm. But he had all the intent and all the drive and t- determination, and you can never fault that. Yeah. Um, but uh, he just wasn't the player he, he once was, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he he was released um, by Portsmouth yeah. before the end of the 2006. He was season. given a two-year deal. I'm pretty sure, but two or three-year deal. Yeah. But it, it just didn't work out, and I think sure. they mutually uh, mutually. Uh, terminate it well he moved back to Uruguay and he was without a club um, and then after the summer of 2006 uh, he had a, he was in a car crash and he lost his um, lower right leg um, which was amputated of course and at the time it was uncertain that he'd ever be able to walk again let alone play football um, well, that's a bit of a big thing well, yeah <laughs> I mean it, you know we talked about Hector Castro with, with the arm this, yeah. is, this is the below the right knee and yeah. all, all the way mm. um, so I mean it was just devastating for the man you know mm. absolutely un- unbelievable so um, I mean he underwent various training programs and he got um, a prosthetic limb um, and then three years later the unthinkable happened um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no he, um, on, on January the thirteenth, Julian Dix turn up. <laughs> Stop this. On, on January thirteenth, after being out of the game for three years, um, and of course being uh, an amputee, he uh, he took to the pitch in a charity match for the um, the foundation, the Children with Wings Foundation in Uruguay, which is to raise money for needy youngsters in his country. And uh, a Uruguay eleven uh, took on an Argentinian eleven with the big man donning the number nine shirt. Wow. <laughs> Got the score sheet, didn't he? And he stepped up to score a penalty. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's I mean, amazing. With a prosthetic limb. That's brilliant. It's, 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 it's absolutely incredible. And when he scored that, it's a wonderful, wonderful video clip. Um, that, please check it out because it's superb. And he puts it in, he sends the keeper the wrong way, and everyone on the pitch just comes up and hugs him. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Which see. one does he put in with? I don't want to be grotesque. He's left. He's left. He's left. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. you've got to. Um, because you, there was also talk of him actually playing regularly again. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. There, there has for a been local re- team or something. There like has that. been reports. There has been reports. Because he's not that old, mate. He's like 36 or something like that. 37 now. 37, yeah. okay. Yeah. I think there was reports um, a couple of years ago that he joined a, a local semi pro team. Um, again, how true this is, I'm, I'm not too sure. But there, there are reports that he scored sort of 40 goals in 30 odd games for Romario's involved. Yeah, yeah, by the sound of things. But he does get involved, I think, in, in sort of uh, sponsored runs and, and, and marathons and stuff. But, but the one thing that he is. Um, dedicating a lot of his time to that, uh, and he said that he would like to participate in the 2012 Olympic Games as a rower oh, oh nice um, and he said I, I love to row and I am challenging myself to achieve my goal at London 2012 this is a promise and dream that I hope to accomplish that would be amazing oh, it would be great that would be great I'd go down arms. and see him yeah. welcome him with open arms <laughs> that would be amazing I'd love so, to see that so two Uruguayans who played in vastly different eras um, who were both um well, uh, amputees disadvantaged uh, massively, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah and, and achieved uh, so much. And, and but with with silver, I think it's okay. You might say, I mean, you know, Castro uh, won well, the World well, Cup yeah, when yeah. he was had his, his arm. But I mean, this is the, the leg, half a leg, it? yeah, and yeah. he's come back to, to let alone walk to play a match. Mm. And, and they're both score. worthy entries. I'll sleep fine tonight. No, they're both. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. And we've got massive news. I'm going to let Luke say it. 
Yeah, Marcus is, will be leaving the football round <laughs> <laughs> from immediate effect. Oh, sorry, yeah. no, no, sorry, I must have misread the moment. No, we've got we've got a new website coming. It's being launched. It will be launched and ready by the time you hear this. Thefootballramble.com, as always, it's got uh, an array of blogs from our excellent writing team and uh, myself and, <laughs> and James. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've no, got. It, it really is like. Top oh, we've brass. got we've got um, Andy Top Brass Brassel, actual journalist Andy Brassel. Yeah. 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 BBC James, World phone in uh, James Appel 442.com's uh, Joel Richards Lots of different people Chris Nee um, Chris Nee of TwoFootTackle.com Who's an expert on the MLS Rupert Fryer Rupert uh, from South Our America, very own Rupert oh, We could be here all night Listening to yeah, these Couldn't we, we James <laughs> uh, And um, it's also got a place Where you can listen to the show And there'll be a little Dean Windows Hall of Fame um, Entrant for each show and you could, So you haven't got to keep Asking us and I know we've been uh, Taking a while to get that together But we've done that now um, There'll be a discussion forum Where you can go on And talk about the show And talk about football We're going to be on there too yeah. Ramble TV I'm looking forward to the forum it's going to be great It's Ramble going to be great There's going to be loads of things So get get, make sure you tell your friends And get yourself on thefootballramble.com It's unmissable <laughs> <laughs> Back to you Marcus I, well, I can't top that And for, I won't no. For me it's Twitter, Facebook, Google And then us Yeah <laughs> The big four for me <laughs> yeah. The big four at the yeah. top Yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. Marvellous Painstakingly afterwards. We're going to win the internet <laughs> <laughs> Painstakingly put together by None other than Matt Isherwood I've never heard of him new <laughs> no, no one's heard of him But he's not bad Yeah <laughs> I, I, He's a good lad <laughs> um, I think that's it isn't it Say goodbye Lukey Goodbye Say goodbye Pete Goodbye Say goodbye James Odgy Goodbye yeah, We're all off to abuse a referee Ta-ta Jimmy Bullard and this is me old muck of Fenners. We're back together, son. How are you? Hey, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players. We haven't got kids. We haven't got a club badge. We haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. <laughs> 